This is the Variety Sports Network created for the fans, by the fans. Now to your host, it's tonight's show. And welcome to Fat Boy Fadeaway Sports Podcast, episode 146. Joining you here July 30th, 2023, here early in the morning. I got Brian, the main man, Johns with me. I got Casey Breyer with me, sounding a little bit, a little bit better here over it was the last few weeks. Gentlemen, we got a lot to get into today. We got the NFL storylines that should be fun to go over. We'll kind of touch on some of the intriguing teams this year as well. Maybe a little hot stove action as well with uh, Scherzer getting dealt last night. Um, but first of all, how are we doing, gentlemen? Case, how are you doing? Doing good, man. Can actually hear me. So hopefully we can roll on this podcast. Have a good, uh, good time, boys, and then enjoy the Sunday, man. Looking forward to this. Well, it took you a while. So you, it took you a while to get the phone. So there we go. We solved part of the issue with uh, getting your phone there. It took a while. We, get, we, gotta up, we still got to up your technology game, man. That's the, that's the next thing. We got to get you on Twitter again. Can we get the password for him, Brian? <laughs> I don't know. He'll, he'll probably keep forgetting it. <laughs> <laughs> we got to make it easy. What was the Athletics 32? We got to go there with there. So, Johnson, how you doing? You ready to talk some NFL? I know you've been itching to do it for a while. We got the first hall, first game Hall of Fame game on Thursday. So, And uh, who's in our Hall of Fame game this year? The the Jets and the Browns, basically a Casey Breyer special. <laughs> Why is that a Casey Breyer special? He seems uh, I don't know. I think I think the Browns are a second favorite team. He won't admit it. <laughs> no, not my second favorite. They're in the top five. <laughs> I mean, you did you did say they're going to go ten and six one year, even though you were, everybody thought you were crazy, but you were right. Never thought, never thought Derek Anderson would be the guy that proved me right. But Derek that. Anderson, then, then he went to the Cardinals and was garbage from there on out. Uh, appreciate anybody tuning in here on uh, Sunday morning. Like I said, episode one forty six. I uh, got to shout out our guys here, uh, Vegas Benchwarmers, my guy Doug over there at Variety Sports Network, Brandon over there, Josh. Hope everything's going to go with you, P Shark, Terrell Savage, B Jones. Uh, I was on, I was on with. Uh, uh, him and uh, Terrell the l- last week on Realism Sports. It was fun doing a show with them. Uh, my guy Ant out in Memphis. Hope he's doing well. Uh, my guy, the bench warmers, like I mentioned, the far end of the bench ones, DA. I'm sure he enjoyed the boxing thing. He did a good job breaking that down last night. Our guys out of Falcon Mine, Ryan McGurk. Everything's hope everything's going well with you, my friend. Hope to see you soon as well. And then uh, the other sports show, they do a good, they do a good fighting show on Variety Sports Network. And uh, we've kind of been talking about maybe getting them on the show as well. So hopefully we can make that happen one of these uh, weeks, Casey, and talk a little uh, little fight game with them uh, as well. They do a good job. One of them's out in Fresno, other one's up in uh, up north a little bit more. Uh, with that said, guys, hey, we got a lot to get into this Sunday. Let's jump right into uh, the NFL storylines. But before I do, Scherzer, Brian, he goes to Adams Rangers today. The Mets, they make a move. He goes to he goes to the Rangers. Are the Rangers getting desperate? Um, I mean, it seems like the Mets are just it, it hasn't worked out this year, so they're kind of getting rid of their start the, their old starters and trying to get you know get some newer guys in there. So I mean, I found it funny that Adam did it like the. Tra- Adams, our Rangers fan, he, he didn't like the trade because they had to give up Acuna Jr. in the trade. So uh, I guess he, he's the little brother of uh, the beast for Atlanta Braves, Casey. So they had to, they traded him for Scherzer. They get Scherzer for two years, 
But I just think it's funny that Adam hated the trade. My guy, Ant, who's a Mets fan, he likes the trade. <laughs> I just think it's kind of funny how that worked out. So hot stove action heating up. That trade happened right away. All right, let's get to the meat and the potato here for our guy, Tyler. Shout out to him uh, on the pod as well. Hope he can join us one of these Sundays here. Get up, man. Get up. Get back on the show here a little bit. Um, let's go to it. NFL storylines. We kind of wanted to look at it from like, Obviously, we do like a history type part of it. So we wanted to look at like it from the past, right? Like look back at some of like the funny NFL storylines, maybe some more serious than others. But just to kind of give us a perspective of what it was like this time, a year, around this time, whatever we decided to go back that far. And I thought it'd be kind of a fun exercise to do because obviously when training camp comes around, right, you get a lot of these like makeshift stories. Sometimes it feels like a case where you're like, it just feels like they're coming up with headlines to make more than it really is you because they have a job to do as well. And you can only hear like, well, you know, Rogers looks real good in practice or, you know, that guy looks, well, look at those back steps. You know, they're not even getting hit. So there's some of that like with training camp that I always feel like is kind of like uh, with it. So um, I thought it'd be fun to look at some of the storylines uh, in the past year. Uh, Brian, uh, you I mean you had talked about it early in the week. You got any ones that right away stood out to you? I think it's kind of funny in 2017, they're talking about how Kareem Hunt, will he finally get a starting job? And he's still looking for one right now. <laughs> that is a good one. I like that one. I'm going to go even farther back. I'm going to go 1993. Joe Montana reports to Kansas City uh, Chiefs trading camp. Schottenheimer said Montana will... <laughs> Well, he'll head to somewhere in the neighborhood of 120 throws, including warm-up. So back to the Chiefs days, I thought it was funny looking back when he was on the Chiefs there, going into training camp there with it. It was a weird deal when the Niners traded him, too, to the Chiefs because he hadn't played really for two years before that. And the, there was always that young Montana thing. And then, of course, Montana came back in that Monday night game late in the year before to kind of give a little boost to him, and he gets traded the following uh, off season. So I thought that was a funny one as well. I had my picture this week on the thumbnail, right? Our thumbnail for it. Uh, back in 2015, Kirk Cousin beats out Robert Griffin III to win the, to win the, the QB battle August 28, 2015. So that kind of gives you a perspective too. Like we're, we're eight years in, Kirk, Kirk Cousins is doing Netflix things now with the Vikings. And we talk about how uh, he's one of the Maybe not the best quarterback. We always say he's one of the best paid. We always say he's one of the best paid quarterbacks. And who would have thought back then that Griffin, he went to have the better career than Cousins? Obviously, off the field, you can say Griffin's doing great stuff with his announcing. I just mean on the field accolades. So I thought that was a funny headline uh, as well. Case, you have one? Yeah, I'll throw this one back since you guys are going a little bit older. 2002, Dwight bringing a first rounder. If he gains confidence, he could make a big impact. We're just like, well, damn, yeah. I'll say he made a big impact for the Colts. Two thousand two, man, shoot, helped them go from you know, just a, a dominant team on the defensive side, which I thought kind of shifted them around. That's a good one, Brian. You got another one? Yeah, I got back in twenty fifteen. I thought it was a funny one. How will the Chip Kelly era start in Philadelphia? <laughs> <laughs> That's yes, exactly I would say that well. that is a very good one. I would say that was a that's a very good one. Um, the yep. Chip Kelly experiment also. Did he go to the Niners? Was he on the Niners before that or after? I thought it was before because he was right after Harbaugh, right? Yeah, 
Did you call him Hardball? Yeah. Hardball, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I, but I, think, I mean, but I mean, I think they were trying to see if he could do anything with Kaepernick. Yeah, like, you're right. Because by got the, the time, by the time then, it, like the league had figured Kaepernick out. So you're right. He got the end of Kaepernick. Yeah. Case, you got a couple others there. Yeah, uh, one I thought was funny. Uh, 2014 Houston Texans. Ryan, Fitz, this is their how they phrase it. Ryan Fitzpatrick is not the long term answer. Tom Savage may not be ready for the big show. Ryan Fitzpatrick had himself a pretty decent career. You I know, know who who would have thought? Yeah, I mean, from, I mean, he actually bounced around, but I mean, look at like. I mean, this is 2014, so he played for the Dolphins. It was doing, you know, he was holding two out of a position. So, but it was just funny. I, whenever I hear Tom Savage, I always think of Wonder Years. I know. <laughs> <laughs> How can he not? He's the most popular Tom. Yeah, Tom. I mean, what, imagine you growing up as the other Tom Savage. That's a lot to live <laughs> up to. That's a lot to live up to. And then what was the brother, right? He had his own show. Oh, yeah, no, I, I can't place his name right now. Ben but. Savage, right? Ben, ben Savage. <laughs> ben Savage. That's good knowledge. Yeah, Tom Savage. You don't want to have that name growing up with it. So, Brian, I had the camp. Here's a Niners one for you. I found uh, 2003, uh, written by John Clayton, the late, John, late great John Clayton. 49ers give Erickson long-awaited second chance. Oh, man. <laughs> that was the headline I found. Dennis Erickson. You don't you remember those days fondly, don't you? As a as a Niners fan, so that was the, one of the articles back in two thousand three. It's that's not, hilarious. To the late John Clayton, <laughs> the late John Clayton. Man, we man, we had some trash coaches there for a while. Who who was the guy? I couldn't think of the big the big guy that was there for one year. Sp- Tom Spagnola, Zula. or it wasn't Spag- Tom, Tom Sula. Zula. That's who it was. Yeah. I always forget about Tom Sula. I kind of it kind of reminds me of Tom Cable for the Raiders back in the day. <laughs> Casey, remember this one on the Raiders? Bill Romanowski punching Marcus Williams in the face. Not a funny one. Remember that was like a huge deal, like the year after they made the Super Bowl, or maybe it was the year they did make the Super Bowl, and it forced Williams to retire. Uh, Romanowski with the second on that. <laughs> he was. I mean, so basically, he forced the guy to retire, and he and they awarded him almost three, and they awarded him three hundred forty thousand dollars. Probably know. never made it up for what he was going to make, but I don't know. I just remember that being a big deal when he uh, was on the team. On the team, he's still doing the Raiders post game. <laughs> he's he's a big part of the Raiders. Like, is he still doing the post game now, though? Uh, he was. He was time. for a while. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, I mean, no, he was popular for a while. Like he was, he's able to articulate himself well. Yeah, no, plus, you know, the bad boy image, so kind of yeah. helps out. But. Well, the, the spitting, not a training camp. It's always, he'll always be remembered, obviously, from the spitting incident on Stokes. Stokes, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you, Casey, you said you had some, like, funny prank ones, maybe? Uh, yeah, uh, so Chicago Bears, Kyle Orton's uh, rookie year, Olin Krutz was the tight end, I guess. Uh, he gave him Olin a helmet. Krutz. <laughs> <laughs> Olin Krutz gave him a a helmet and asked him if he, could, if he could sign it. And he was like, oh, man, like a rookie, that's pretty cool, you know, to get an autograph. Well, Long Cruz had him sign his own helmet, and he had to wear it during training camp. So he, <laughs> <laughs> he had his own autograph on his helmet during training uh, camp. <laughs> that's great. Bro, that, that's, that's probably a minor prank. 
compared to the other one was I guess some guy from the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, he took like a asked like a, a kid basically and said, "Can you hide in Donovan McNabb's locker room?" Like his locker until he comes out and then just pop out <laughs> when he shows up. So do you think Mc, do you think McNabb's one of the more underrated quarterbacks? Yeah, definitely. That was why yeah. I was thinking. I always think if he's like, or is he properly rated? Like, like he's not going to be. He's not a Hall of Famer, right? No, but I'm. But I mean, he was you think good. He is? Yeah. I think he thinks. You think he's a Hall of Famer? Yeah, I do. I mean. I mean, he did everything. I mean, look at the Eagles. They went to so many conference championships. They went to one Super Bowl when he got a real wide receiver with Terrell Owens. I mean, all they were giving was Freddie Mitchell and, like, a bunch of, like, kind of tier two guys, tier three. I mean, don't get me wrong. They had an amazing running back with Deuce Staley. But, I mean, their defense was unreal. But still, I just – I think he's a Hall of Famer for sure. Um, our guy Savage here, the Eagles fan, right? He's out there. Then maybe he'll remember this one. Casey brought up Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens working out in the driveway, right? We remember that one during training camp. Uh, he got thrown out of practice. Him and Andy Reid basically got into a, got into a fight. So uh, that one I always thought was uh, absolutely hilarious. He ended up playing. He, he ends up getting suspended, like what three or four games or something like that. And then he ends up the next. And then he makes those comments though again about McNabb. Uh, like some more comments at a press conference, and then he ends up getting traded the following year to the to the Cowboys. But uh, that yeah. one to me is always going to be a classic. Oh, yeah. in, the, in the driveway, trying to say no comment, no comment, and then you know saying I gotta I gotta stay ready for the for the game. You gotta stay ready. <laughs> well, I mean, shoot, when he went to the Cowboys, remember that same song? Get your popcorn ready. Get your popcorn ready. And he did. He was a stud. That, that was yeah. another one I had on the list, though. It was funny. Is uh, in 2016, or uh, no, it was when uh, the Bills got uh, Terrell Owens, and the headline was "Bills fans go bananas for Terrell Owens." And uh, it's just like it was like at the end of his career. I was just like, they're like fans had T.O. painted on their chest. There's five thousand fans screaming T.O. And I was like, I don't know. He's just an attraction. So I guess like you know. That was a crazy moment, though, because I felt like that was, like, maybe one of the first times it felt like – because 2003, right, it was starting to kind of get into, like, more, like, instant news, like, TMZ-type stuff. And, like, the media was all, like – they fought, basically followed him after home after practice right to his driveway. Like, I don't know. You just don't – it was, like, one of those weird, like, odd things you don't see ever. No, yeah, it was social media almost before social media. <laughs> it was definitely one of the odd ones. And that, that, that's why I kind of transitioned to the last one was uh, uh, Johnny Manziel for the oh god has all the potential in the world, but he'll be competing against Brian Hoyer. It's just if he can handle his stuff off the field. <laughs> well, not handle it. Yeah, I think that was one of my headlines. Johnny Manziel gets second chance in Cleveland. Well, the Browns, Casey Steve, they could have had him. They could have had him there, the second team over there. That's a good one. How about yeah, this you guy? Know, you know, it's funny. They have Cle- They have uh, Deshaun Watson now, but they could have actually drafted him because they had two first-round picks, and they could have took Johnny Manz- I mean, Deshaun Watson, but they took that quarterback out of Notre Dame, Brady Quinn. <laughs> what a hair. What a hair. What a hair. What a- <laughs> Brady Quinn, Brian. 
be honest. <laughs> Brady Quinn. That could not have been the same year. Brady Quinn's been retired for a long time. That could not have been the same year they drafted Deshaun Watson. I'm sorry, Brian. I got to <laughs> Brady, Brady Quinn's been doing Fox postgame for like the last five years. Uh, Deshaun Watson. I think it was Brady Quinn got drafted in like 2000. He got drafted like over somebody else in that one. But I get your point when you're saying – the Browns, they drafted a cornerback, I remember. He's actually pretty good ward, right? But they, I forget who the other guy was they drafted. How about this guy for training camp? Brett Favre always dominated training camps, whether it was, uh, whether it was the Vikings or the Packers, right? Like, that he for two years, basically, he was like, oh, I don't know where I'm going. Why? I know where I'm going. I don't know. I'm retiring, Brian. Sports Center has helicopters flying him, uh, flying uh, following his truck off the airport, following he loved it. You know he sucked it, you know like that. Then he ends up getting in trouble a few years ago at the Mississippi thing, drama with him all the time, of course. But the, he dominated the headlines because of that for a while. Yeah, I mean, uh, I guess we could say him the, the magic fingers with Brett Favre. That's what made him so interesting. But you yeah, don't I mean, think, you, obviously, you don't think it was a big deal then. I mean, I, I don't know. It just seemed like it was always drama with Brett Favre. That's man. my point. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's he just not – it's just who Brett Favre is, you know. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is pretty similar after that. <laughs> Isn't it hilarious? They're following each other, huh? Well, he's going to the Jets now. It's kind of, like, weird. Like, it's kind of like Brett Favre Jr. Like, it's weird. I don't know. Like, If he gets up at the Vikings, that would be crazy. If he starts doing jeans commercials, <laughs> Levi's commercials is doing Levi's commercials. That would be great. Brett Favre was a terrible. One. This one I thought was one of a was a funny one. Uh, Albert Hainsworth and Mike Shanahan's conditioning test. Uh, he arrived at mini camp in subbar physical form. Hainsworth failed Mike Shanahan's conditioning test three times. Opinions did vary on the t- the test varied. Um, and then he was basically irrelevant. He made the Pro Bowls in two years prior with the Titans. Shows up on the shows up on the skins with this big, I think like seven year, hundred and ten million dollar contract. And him and that coach never got along the whole time. This was like one of the weirdest deals ever. This one to me was an odd one, always. Well, it's kind of old school, new school, right? And it's like eh, a conditioning eh. test. I know. But I mean, like, you know, he's what a I mean? fat defensive tackle. He went. That's not supposed to weigh shallow. Like, it's not supposed to be like trimmed up at like a two ninety. You know, he's supposed to be three thirty or three forty. I don't know. There's always a different. Mike Shanahan rubbed a lot of people wrong. So, to me, it was one of the oddest ones because you had just signed him, and then you like literally are trying to get him off the team. It feels like with with failing him for your own conditioning test. Not that the, you know what I mean. So. I thought that was kind of a, a crazy one as well. I'll go through a few other ones I had here. Uh, I had um, Jamarcus Russell um, ends holdout, signs a record deal with Raiders 2012-2007. Uh, so I thought that was a – looking back at that, right? I forgot how long he had held out, Casey. He basically signed like I think a week before the season. So he got like one, he got like one preseason game and – I'm not, he probably would have had a, the career he had, but that obviously, looking back, like did not help. So like you, you forget like that, like every little way. And then the Raiders also had that same issue with with Russell, the defensive tackle. He signed late too. I, the Raiders always did that with rookies. Yeah, I mean, Purple Drink probably played a factor. In well, that yeah, one. that was the main reason. But 
that one to me was a funny one, like, or not funny, but just kind of looking back at the headline, like, okay, that's one that happened as well. I got Buffalo Bills fans go bananas for Terrell Owens at training camp <laughs> 2009. <laughs> looking back at him, we talked about T.O. doing the sit-ups in the, in the driveway, right? No comment, no comment. But that was a good one as well. Um, this one I thought was hilarious. It came out as a joke article, like when they hired him as the Lions. But it, looking back at it, it actually became very true. Will Patricia lose the team? Fear that Patricia keeps disciplining and conditioning his players. He's go going to lose his team before the season starts. Okay, this one is a joke. They wrote it in 2018. Literally, that's kind of what happened. <laughs> it was out like two years later. To me, that was a good one. Yeah, Ryan? it feels like some of these coordinators that get coaching jobs, they just don't work out. They're just coordinators. And what what a body this guy had when he went over to the Jets. I mean, what a what a what a physique. Tim Debo not doing very well with the Jets at training camp practice. Remember, he came over and the players, they did not buy it. They like he have videos that one famous where he's running with his shirt off in the rain coming off training. <laughs> and the players like nobody sucked that stuff up better than Tebow, right? Nobody did. Nobody did that. Especially when he went to the Jets, you knew this was gonna happen. Oh, yeah. No, it was like Mark Sanchez when he was on the cover of all those magazines. He was just like, oh, here comes another pretty boy. <laughs> Mark Sanchez. <laughs> Eat that damn hot dog. That's all I remember about Mark. Uh, that's, all I, that's all I remember about Mark Sanchez. Uh, remember the all right. Brown yeah, I got the hot air balloon? Oh, yeah. Antonio Brown? Yeah, that was a bad one as well. A couple other ones I got here. Matt Schaub looking impressive at training camp for the Raiders. <laughs> And I got the Giants intrigued by Kurt Warner's experience 2004. Did not do very well in Giants. Um, my favorite one, Steve Young likely to sit. Jim Drunkenmiller to start for the Niners September 4th, 1997, right before the season started. Man, man what, a, what a bust. <laughs> he got busted for uh, something you don't want to get busted for as well. So he got in trouble more than, uh, than you can imagine. So. To me, that was some fun ones looking back at it there, like at the NFL training camp old storylines. For me, it always gives me a perspective on kind of stuff, like where these teams have come from, Casey. Like, yeah. I mean, like, think about that. Jamarco, Jamarcus Russell, 2007. Like, you, you kind of like, okay, like the Raiders have a history of this, like where they don't sign guys early, like rookie deals. Like, you look at that with with the, with Demarcus, or not Demarcus Russell, but uh, yeah, Demarcus Russell, the defensive tackle as well. So it's funny that you see that with them. And then you see T.O., how many teams he's been on, and all the reactions to that as well. So it's kind of funny getting a little perspective on that. Um, all right. As we move on to, Brian, most intriguing teams for 2023. You see some of, my, some of the ones I have on the list oh, as well. Yeah. I don't, I, don't, I don't like them already. I don't like them. Well, give me yours. And if you have something to say about mine, go ahead. What do you got? Um, I'm, I'm going to start with the Miami Dolphins just based on is Tua going to stay healthy because they do have a very talented team this year. You and those Dolphins. You're a big fan of the Dolphins, I can tell this year. They got the weapons. They got your boy from San Francisco, right? The, the kid wonder. Doesn't look like he played any football in his life. I highly he did it. You get my point. Uh, what do you think of mine? Um, I, I would disagree with the Raiders here. You don't think they're you're, a dream? You're 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 hype you're hyping up Jimmy too much. I think the, the, I think we're, we're gonna we're, we're, Brian we're, we're gonna have Casey feeding him the grapes now. <laughs> uh, such a Raider hater. <laughs> uh, 
What do you uh, think, Case? I mean, I like the teams you got on there. Uh, I think, you know, with Dennis Allen and, you know, you know the Derek Carr experience, I like that one. The Jets and Aaron Rodgers, I like that. The Falcons yeah. one, really, you know, that's kind of whatever. I think you're, I don't know, for whatever reason, you pick like the Cardinals, Falcons, some random bird team that you like. I don't know. What <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to go with the Chicago Bears just because they got uh, – uh, DJ Moore from the Carolina Panthers, and I thought they had a good off season. So, I would like Fields too, Brian, just because of Justin Fields to see uh, because it's a lot of like 50 50. Some people think he's going to be great, some people's going to suck. Like, yeah. uh, I mean, because he had a thousand yards rushing last year, but it's because he can't throw. So, I mean, it's I don't know. I think the Bears will be an interesting team to watch, actually. Um, and then my my other one will be just Baltimore because I I want to see if Lamar could actually be a passing quarterback. That's a good well, one. That, yeah. It was funny how he was getting hated on before the signing. Like, oh, this guy can't do anything. Once he signed, it's like, well, he's top ten And they 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 picked up they picked up Odell Beckham and Zach Flowers. So, exactly. the other team I thought about was uh, the Niners. See if they can make it above five hundred. I have them at four and thirteen this year. So. <laughs> Man, you're you're out of your mind. I think I think we would have have to have Palmer starting to go four and thirteen. I don't know. Ooh. I mean, you guys don't really have a quarterback right now. I mean, <laughs> all, all I have to say is Purdy's a hell of a lot better than Jimmy. Oh well, who led him to the Super Bowl? <laughs> That's true, uh, Jimmy. I don't. I just don't think. I don't. I don't understand why you don't think the Raiders are intriguing now. Like, to me, they're one of the more intriguing teams in the league. You have Jacobs holding out. You have Adams, who could possibly start complaining halfway through the season. You have Jimmy G, who uh, is kind of a polarizing like kind of position player with, like, his injuries and stuff like that. They have decent weapons. They have uh, Renifro, who should be back. Uh, and then my guy I messed with, uh, Terrell, he's a, uh, he's a Notre Dame fan. And you know me with names. I don't ever say names well. I just end up kind of getting names stuck in my head. And so I say Mike Myers. It's not his name. The tight end from Notre Dame. But it's like major. <laughs> and so anyways, they got him now. They drafted him in the second round. I don't know, Brian. I think you're being kind of a Raider hater here. I think the Raiders are actually one of the more intriguing teams in the league. I think when you're on a podcast with probably one of the biggest Raider fans in America, you're going to get a lot of Raider love. And you're going to get a lot of Niner hate. And. I, I expect it every time. I don't think, I think Casey's a little acidized for saying four and like 13. That seems a little extreme to me, but with that, but like I, I could, I don't see the nine. I also have some teams at the Jets. How could they not be a trade? You got Aaron Rodgers now, right? Who's your dad? I love the old man picture of him with the Jets uniform there. You have him. To me, they got to be one of the more intriguing teams in the league. And right. They were right on the verge last the year. Well, yeah, because the did you see the comments he took? He took shots at Hackett. And, you know, he's like, I re I regret that. I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, did I guess my that, question is, is, is Sean Payton going to turn around that offense? Well, I don't know about that, but hold on, Case. Did you see those comments? I don't believe so. No. So Sean Payton, I guess, made some comments, right, Brian, about uh, Hackett and the Jets saying, like, you know, like. Basically, he did a terrible job last year. That's basically what he said. Like, and even more than that. So, and then he came out the next day and was like, "Yeah, I probably shouldn't have gone that far into detail, but <laughs> like, you know, he's just trying to win over his locker room." But of course, that was one of the worst coaching jobs in the history of the NFL last year from the Broncos uh, as well. So, 
it's funny how he then gets a job as the Jets offensive coordinator. Like you can go from having one of the worst offenses in the history of the world, have no chemistry with the team case, and then you get paid to be the co- coordinator for the for the Jets. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's part of the NFL's bottom, right? I mean, they just yeah. keep cycling guys, you know, and that's where the we won't die. Do you like yeah, I mean, we won't dive into that, but, I mean, that's a whole other subject. Well, Rodgers likes Hackett, and that's why he gets the yeah. job, right? That's what it comes down to. That's probably what it ends up doing. Who you know, don't know, who you like, who you don't like. I mean, that's a big part of it. So, But it is kind of interesting, though, how you can get fired and then get hired as, like, that, I don't know. Kind of a premium offensive quarterback position yeah. job. What do you um, think of the Lions, Brian? You've been all over the Lions. Yeah, I think they're an intriguing team, and it's uh, Casey's – NFC championship representative. I think that's a little bit of a stretch, but what's more of a stretch? The Lions making the NFC championship or the Niners going forward? <laughs> I would think I would definitely say the Niners, comma. Man, how pissed would Johnson be? Uh man, I'd love to do a podcast every week with this. <laughs> I, I could see Lynch going in Shanahan's locker room and going, this what the hell happened this year? <laughs> You put in Sam Darnold now. No, <laughs> hey, you know, hey, if you go four thirteen, at least Trey Lance plays, right? Case lose Trey Lance in the game. I, I think Purdy would have to like be out for the rest of the season, and Lance would get hurt, and Darnold would get hurt. That's the only reason we would go four and thirteen. The, the Lions took a lot of hate for their picks, Casey, this year. Do you think you really so you believe in a big time? They're not. A, they're more than intriguing to you. You believe it? Oh yeah, no doubt. I think they're the up and coming team right now. I, I think their roster. They did a phenomenal job of building. I mean, their defense definitely needs some work. But I mean, offensively, they're they're stacked. I mean, as much as people say Jared Goff's kind of a robotic quarterback, I mean, in that system last year, he played really well. Uh, I mean, I, I definitely trust Jared Goff more than Dak Prescott. I'll say that. Yeah, I would go with you on that one, especially when yeah. it comes to he'll, he'll do some dumb stuff, too, don't get me wrong. But, I mean, I think he's just got more weapons around him, too. And then, plus, Dan Campbell, you got to love, you know, bite the kneecaps off. So. <laughs> and then, and I guess then, he's, more, uh, he's uh, transitioning away from that. He's he's now a modern coach. Not- I'm watching the NFL Network, and that's got to be an, an intriguing team, the The Chargers. Can they get a, can they get to the next level with Herbert? I have them on the list too, and especially after yeah. Herbert just got paid, and their and their coach is obviously considered one of the odder ones in the league, I guess, right? Like he does a lot of odd things, and he, they were up big last year in the playoffs, and they couldn't hold the lead. A lot, a lot of people thought he'd be fired on the spot last year after and that. Even after that the playoff. even the year before that, the last game of the season when they blew that game <laughs> against the Raiders. Yeah, well, that was just. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that game. That was like one of the – even as a Raiders fan, I felt like it was a loss. <laughs> they won it. I felt like it was a loss. That's what I felt. Like. That was like the weirdest game ever. I still wish they would have tied. That was uh, – and I, that would have been the best thing ever. But, of course, you got I'm surprised you picked the Saints, Darren. You you hate Derek Carr more than any person uh, on the planet. That's why it's intriguing to me. I want to see if he sucks. <laughs> like, I think he will. Like – I don't know, like what I, I people just look at me crazy when I'm like Derek Carr is, is that is that great? Like, what am I what am I missing? Like, watch the games, the whole games. Like, Carr is as inconsistent as any quarterback in the NFL, and you could be like, well, no, he he does some good things. Okay, he does some good things, but he's also 
does a lot of really bad things that don't win you games. So you might say like, well, he was third in MVP that one year. Okay, you're right. He did have a good – he did have a great year in 2016, and it is unfortunate he got hurt, and maybe that was where the, it ended for him, right? Maybe that's where it did. But I just don't get how you and other people can be so positive on Carr all the time when he has shown for a decade he's not that guy. So I, would, I don't you got I just don't get it. I won't say positive all the time, but when you look at the other side of what he's playing with when his defense is giving up 30 plus points a game, like you're gonna have to take risk. Just I, I, I put it more That's on the I put it more on the ownership, just not putting enough peace. Mark Davis isn't getting on the field, Johnson. Is that <laughs> if I mean, if Derek Carr was a good quarterback, he would make the guys around him raise his play. I mean, I get you on the ownership, but like that can't be the only reason. They he's had decent weapons around him, and the but defense. Then, but that's then he's also had god awful defense too. Yeah. I agree with that. I agree. The defense is not good. But if you watch all the games, there's plenty of games where Carr or the defense did play well and he didn't come through or he made mistakes that set up the defense to have to play even raises. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just think the Carr love to me makes it intriguing. And I'm curious to see if he shuts me up for this year or if it's, you know, what happens with him. So for me, I that's why the Saints to me are like really intriguing. Maybe it's for a negative perspective from my head, but. I just don't – I'm, I'm just intrigued to see what he does, and I, I don't – I've never understood that part of why Ranger fans haven't been more acknowledgeable for all the bad games he had other other than like, well, he has 22 comebacks. Like, all right, I guess. I think at the end of the year, Brian, Darren, if he loses and Derek Carr makes the playoffs, he should wear Mardi Gras beads with a Derek <laughs> Carr jersey. Just uh, the- man, that was a that was a pretty good Derek <laughs> exactly. Carr rant there. That's a pretty good Derek Carrera. Yeah, I don't know. The Saints are a good one. I and I don't necessarily not like them, but I just didn't like the ending, it, it, the way it ended with the Raiders. And so the Saints, to me, we'll see what happens. The Falcons, I had it. I think you guys are underrated. Maybe it's because the podcast I listened to a little bit more, but I'm seeing like the I like the running back they drafted out of Texas. Some of their defensive pickups, I think, were pretty good. That division's not that great, so I, I think they're interesting. We have I have the Jaguars, the Seahawks down too. And I just feel like the Steelers, after that first week win, I feel like that's going to be a team oh, that just I continue to find. We, 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 we could do a we, – let's do a bet where you have to do 50 push-ups on the air if the Niners win. But, okay. And, and, we, 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 and I, I got to count win? it off, like one, two, three. <laughs> uh, you, you might count too slow for me. I don't know if I can hold that long. you got to go a little faster for me. Um, and you'll do 50 push-ups, of course, right? <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll I'll do it if the Niners no, lose. Oh, I got a better one. You have to put together that little machine that you have somewhere in your room if they win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to you have to put it together and have it take up your whole bedroom up there. That's what you got to do. With it. That's the best. Videotape video it on the lawn. Yeah, videotape it so you get hella pissed to making it too. Those are the best ones, right? Like, damn it, what a freaking red. <laughs> Uh, there's no there's no chance the Steelers are going to win, and there's no chance that – There's that, a chance. That, you guys lost to the Bears <laughs> on opening, on last week. What do you mean there's always a chance? You guys get off to bad starts historically. That's what the Niners do. I guess we, 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 we're disagreeing on this. I'm going to say, uh, I'm gonna say 34 to 10 Niners. Whoa, <laughs> Teddy Pickett, you get the you know what after that. Those are coming at you seriously. I like it. 
Brian, I like that you're you're loving it. You, I had the Dolphins. You picked them. How about our how about our guy Adam, the Patriots? They get any intrigues from you, or are they one of the most yeah. not intriguing teams in the league? I, I just don't see. I, I don't think they did enough in the off season, and it's just I'm I'm just, I've never been a Mac Jones guy, and I never will be. I saw that one of the headlines. Who will out? Who will outplay who? Cam Newton or Mac Jones? That was one of the headlines I saw when I was looking at that. For a while. <laughs> Mac and cheese or watch Mac Jones. I'd rather eat Mac and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Mac Jones is not that good at all. I don't know. Patriots are like, to me, the intrigue with the Patriots is what would happen at the end of the season if they have a bad year. Like what will happen with Belichick if something happens? Like would they actually let him go? Would they, you know what I mean? Would they fire him? There's talk of that. So that, that would intrigue well, me. Why, do, why don't they spend more money in the offseason? I mean, it's like this every year with them. They don't pick up any guys. They must be paying somebody, don't they? Pay? They, I mean, like, it's not like they're like fifty million under the salary cap. So I don't know. I hear you, but I, I don't know. Find the money. They they pay the referees a fair amount, so it's kind of tough. To... <laughs> <laughs> and, and they pay the NFL officials a lot to deflate some balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Brian. <that's> good... <laughs> I, I love that. I love that. They're paying off all the fines. They had to get Brady out of jail. I think Brady. <laughs> they had to get him out of jail. Uh, all right. Well, the, the Colts to me. Twelve projects. Who knows? How about the Colts? They Taylor Casey asked for a trade. The running back, Ursay said that's not going to happen. <laughs> we'll see what happens there. The running backs, man, they're just like they're all kind of like starting to get pissed. It seems like a little bit, but then Barkley goes and signs the deal. So. I don't know. Maybe you know. They have, have, you seen, have you seen Anthony Richardson's practice video? I mean, that guy is that guy's going to be. If it's based on practice, he's going to be unreal in the NFL. What was my highlight? My one from the NFL intriguing. Matt Schaub looks real good. I'm just kidding. Man. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, just the fact, just the fact he rolled out and he like threw across his body fifty-five yards and hit the receiver right in the hands. I mean, I was like, wow. Well, I mean, a lot of people like at the beginning, a lot of people thought he might be the number one pick yeah. right at the start of the year. So like, it, he definitely has like the potential to be as electric as uh, young, uh, Bryce Young and then the second guy taking C.J. Stroud. So, I mean, that's what the, that's the interesting thing about the quarterback play. It doesn't necessarily mean that just because he's taking four, he's not going to be better the first year than both those guys. Yeah, I mean, I think the best comp right now is probably Josh Allen. You know how he's so raw when he first started, need a few years, and he has the, you know, the the body type to be that type of quarterback, six five, you know, big guy, strong arm, athletic as hell. So I think it'll come in a little bit raw, but I think he's got, like Brian said, all the potential to be great. It's just a matter if he kind of puts it all together, you know, and has the work ethic to do it, because that's pretty much the thing it seems like in the NFL or any sport rather. You don't practice, you don't play hard 100%, you're not trying to get better. Uh, you'll find out real quick that there's a lot of guys that try pretty damn hard. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you guys think the NFC South is the worst division in football? Uh, is yeah, Derek Carr in that division? That's good. <laughs> I don't know, because like, I, I look at Tampa, Carolina, the Saints, and um, – uh, What's the other team I'm thinking of in there? But I mean, is that the Panthers, the Panthers, the the Saints, the Bucks, and then and the Falcons. Yeah, the Falcons. I mean, I, I think just, the Falcons that win the division. 
That's yeah, what I, mean, I have but, in that division. But you just don't see a lot of like great teams in that division, or even good. That's Tampa right. just won the Super Bowl a few years what ago. I mean, what I mean, you're keeping the depth. I'm saying they got they they're going with Baker Mayfield as a starter. So yeah, this year it sucks. Like you would think this year it's going to be one of the worst of it. You're right. Like they, it is. That's why I'm picking the Falcons, and I'm interested to see what Carr does in a weak division. Yeah. So yeah, I think or quote unquote. To me, the weakest division I think is the NFC West. Uh, just you know, (laughs) (laughs) Niners gonna have a down year. Seattle, I mean, they. I don't know the quarterback situation. I know he had a great year last year, but Gino did Gino. play great. But Kyler Murray's kind of who knows right now. You know, it's just in the yeah. Rams. They had to, I guess they had to put him on pop to start the season. Kyler Murray. Say that one more time, dude. They they had to put uh, Kyler Murray on the pop list to start the season, so it's not looking good. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, no, that's why I was like, I just don't see that division being very strong. If there is one team, I could see Seattle doing it, but I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of a weak. The only staff Well, just their team, Rams, as a total roster, I don't think they're that strong. No, I agree. I mean, it takes a lot. Once you win that Super Bowl, you get depleted real quick. I mean, yeah, and they went all in. Yeah, I mean, so, they made like tons of trades and all that. Um, and the, the forty nine. Right, so that's like, the 49ers are just garbage, right, huh, huh Casey? <laughs> garbage. <laughs> like I said, we, gotta have that. we have to have a bet for week one. Um, all right, that was good. NFL's intriguing teams. We'll start to get into NFL a little bit more here. Obviously, uh, as we uh, as we move through the month of August, they're getting ready for the NFL. Uh, Brian, the whole thing game, like you said, coming up next week. Let's get to our question of the week brought to you here by VS uh, or by Row One Brand. Use that code VSP15. You'll get off, you'll get 15% off in their art gallery. Um, sure to help us out there, help them out. Uh, they do good stuff over there. Like I said, I always like their ticket kind of stub stuff. Uh, I always like that for the background. So be sure to check that stuff out. Question of the week. They had it this week. I even I even told them I was gonna use it. <laughs> What's your two favorite sports to watch? Not, you know what I mean? To watch. So that's a, that's a more of an interesting one, not just to listen, follow. So, Brian, I think all, I'm guessing all three of us have football on that yes. list. I have football on there. But let's go with Casey first. Who do you got, Case? Question of the week here brought to you by Roll One Brand. Mine is boxing and basketball. Boxing. All right. That's an entry. I would not have I would not have thought that. Was, I knew you liked boxing, but I went to thought you would have put that ahead of uh, football. Brian, yeah. what do you got? I'm I'm gonna go the most expi- exciting sport to watch live. I go hockey. Hockey over wrestling. That's a little surprising for me. I thought you would have got WWE. That's what I thought you were gonna go. That's what we're, sure. we're talking about real sports here. Have you been to a hockey game live, Johnson? Yeah, I've been to I've been to three Sharks games. W Rick Flair would say it's a real sport update. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable, Johnson. Um you so you've been to a game? Yeah. Football, basketball, right? I was going to say baseball a little bit, but for me, baseball, I can listen to on the radio just as much as I'm, I'm watching it. So I cannot, I cannot listen to basketball on the radio if my life depended. I, I just cannot. It's too much for you. That one has to be on there. I can do it with football, but watching football, obviously, is just so much better. So uh, those would be, that's, that's my in terms of our favorite two sports to watch. 
uh, question of the week brought to you by Royal One Brand. Use that code VSP15, like I said. All right, gentlemen, as we kind of make it to the kind of near the end of the podcast here, a couple of questions I was thinking this week that we saw. Um, do you think I saw Miguel Cabrera play his last, uh, probably this is last year, right? He's retiring. He played a game, he played his last game in Florida yesterday. Marlins fans gave him a, a round of applause after he, he got a single in the eighth inning. They took him out of the game um, to a curtain call. Is is Miguel Cabrera the greatest Florida Marlin? Is there like I and I have some stats for you? I could bring some stuff up, but like when you think of the greatest Marlin, it was a tough one. He has the highest batting average, right? That that's ever been. He's he's only he's only number ten though in games played ever at seven hundred and twenty. Luis Castilla holds the most played. Uh, Jeff Conine second most, and and Stanton third most. But he got me thinking. Do you think he's the greatest Marlin ever? What do you think, Case? Oh, man. Uh, I mean, he's the greatest baseball player that's ever played for the Marlins. I'll say that. Um, yeah. I mean, it's tough. I mean, they had <laughs> – I, I would say, yeah, just because uh, he came in, I think, when God, when he played the Cubs that year, I think he was, like, 17 or 18. He was, like – He was 19, yeah. 19, excuse me, yeah. So he was a teenager when he first came in, and you could tell he was not a – he was not an ordinary player. So no. – I mean, the Marlins, you know, surprisingly over the years have had some really talented players that come through. Uh, I think, um, and I'm going to feel bad for not remembering this, but uh, I think he would have probably been the best Marlin. Um, and I feel terrible for blanking on his name, but uh, the pitcher that passed away in that boating accident. Oh, Fernandez? Yeah. I, I think he would have been up there, but yeah. Um. What do you think, Johnson? You think he's the greatest Marlin ever, or you think of somebody else? Um, I think you got to put like Gary Sheffield in, in the discussion too. He does hold some uh, some records there. He has what's he, he has? He's top. He's no, tied for tenth in uh, playing time. But for me, it's he just he he didn't play enough games to be in there, and that's made my argument with Cabrera. To me, it would, I, I thought he would be higher on the list, but there's Miguel Rojas even has more games played than him. Somebody that kind of I think Stanton maybe because he has the most home runs than anybody else by probably a hundred. I think he has the most over anybody else. I think who had second on the home run list for the Marlins. Um, for the they yeah, had yeah, I, think it, I think it was like tough with the Marlins because they they had those teams they put together and then they dismantled them the next year. So no, I know because if you look at their players, look at their home run leaders. It's funny Stanton, then Ugla, Hanley Ramirez, Mike Lowell, Miguel Cabrera, Derek Lee, Sheffield. Conine, Cliff Floyd, Preston Wilson. I forgot about Ozuna. He played on them as well. I mean, that's pretty good, uh, like, top 10 players right there for a franchise that's only been around for 30 years. But Stanton does have the most home runs on them. So, anyways, I thought that was a fun discussion. I, you kind of look at it, Luis Castilla could be up for the greatest Marlin as well. If he has most games played, he's right up there at average, right up there at stolen bases, like doubles, triples. I'm not saying he's better than those guys. We're just talking longevity and career. You might, you might throw his name in the mix as well. I think Stanton, though, probably gets the, the honor. But Stanton didn't have any success in the playoffs. He's talking yeah, he didn't. I don't think they they ever went far in the playoffs with Stanton. So. No. Go ahead, Jason. I was saying hitters, yeah, but, I mean, pitchers. I mean, you got Josh Beckett, Josh Burkett, Dontrell Willard, Alfonseca. Kevin don't, Brown. Don't, don't forget Kevin Brown. There you Kevin go. Brown. Yeah, Hernandez. And a video game on the hit a ball. 
Uh, yeah, I remember Lee, Lee Monodan does the, the famous 15 strikeouts, two feet, getting the two feet from Wyatt outside there. A's <laughs> Giants, they unite Tuesday night. Do we feel better about Giants fans, Casey, after this? They go out, they, they chant, sell the team. The A's are doing this throughout baseball. Um, I thought it was kind of a cool thing that the Giants fans did that. I still, again, don't believe in the split hat. That is, do not ever wear that split hat, that A's Giants hat. If you know what I'm talking about, you got A's on one side, Giants on other. Do not wear that hat. It's not, <laughs> I don't think there's ever a good reason, Casey, to do it. But with that said, I thought it was cool that the Giants fans kind of joined in on that. But I think deep down for me, it really doesn't, it really doesn't do anything for me. Like for, it's like it's cool that the Giants fans did that, but I think at the end of the day, that most of them don't really care. I mean, why would they care? Their team stained. Exactly. I mean, yeah, they're gonna help and you know lean on like kind of like the the little the big brother. Well, I just mean in terms of like, yay! There's everybody. that was so great, Giants fans, and that you know what I mean. That's where I'm like. It's kind of overhyped a little bit. That's all. Oh, yeah, they should have done this shit like ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what bothered me about the Giants is they were like the Yankees of the Bay Area. They got all the pub and they they had this they they had all the success that we should have had in the playoffs, and that's why I kind of resented them. I just think Giants fans suck in general. Like I don't care. <laughs> We're not talking about you, Bob. <laughs> not our family, of course, right? Not our family. Yeah, but it's just a different, I don't know, it's different. If you go to an A's game to a Giants game, it's like you feel like at a college, and the other ones feels like you're at a business trip, and you got to behave yourself, look both ways before you walk anywhere. The other ones just like stampede, just go have fun, have a blast, let the kids loose off the leash. It's hilarious at the Giants games. I feel like I see more kids on a leash than I do dogs at a park. It's just like they have the freaking leash of kids that they go run away, <laughs> pull them back. I'm like, God. <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, uh, I don't know. It's, I don't, my whole thing's a bunch. I just think it's overrated. That's all my thing. It's, yeah, it's completely nah. overrated. I think it's cool that they did that, but let's not sit here like, like I take Tyler to Giants. But Tyler doesn't give a crap, and he's the most, he, he, he's, <laughs> he's 90, he would represent 95% of that fan base probably. Like they don't, he does not give a crap. Like he was rooting against the A's in the playoffs. Just or just like we're mostly rooting against the Giants in the playoffs. So like I think we want to be able to have Bay Area baseball there, but like I don't know. It was a cool idea. It was neat that they did that, but I don't take it as anything like yes, I like Giants fans better for it. No, hell no. <laughs> what do you think about A Rod saying Bonds is inter- is being underutilized as an asset for Major League Baseball? <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny that A Rod on that show on Sunday night. He does with Michael K, the New York Yankees ESPN show, right? It's ridiculous that those two guys, I'm sorry, are doing the Sunday night like little live stream, but they're both the Yankees and they had Derek Jeter on this week. It's like how many Yankees players can you get on one on one episode? A-Rod goes on to say though, Brian, that he thinks Bonds, you know, should be more utilized by, by MLB. Like they should go out, like, you know, you know how they do that, use them more in ceremonies and like have awards after them and that kind of stuff. Bonds, as we know, has never been known as Mr. Friendly in that regard as well. It does yeah, seem I, like I he, think that's what hurt him was his his he didn't he was his own worst enemy sometimes. Yeah, but I also feel like there's players that were their own worst enemies that the MLB acknowledges, and like I think there's if it's just the steroid thing, and again, Steely's in the Hall of Fame, so to me, it's that's always been a big joke, and nobody and anybody that says. Anything else? That's all I say. He leads in the Hall of Fame. 
So there's your argument. Like th- I, a, that's a drop the mic right away. Like anytime it comes to the steroid era with it. So that isn't an excuse for it. But I do think it's funny. Like I don't think like I don't see bonds out there like shaking hands with little kids. <laughs> how would they utilize them? Like I don't understand how they would. Use, like as a coach, he didn't seem like he got along with a lot of the, his staff and players at times with the Marlins. I don't know. What do you think about his comments on that? I thought it was just kind of funny. Uh, I mean, yeah, he is underutilized, but I mean, is he willing to be utilized? You know what I mean? Like, is does he go out and do these type of things? Like, who knows? Maybe he will. Maybe he wants to. But from his past and from every story that you hear, he's not exactly fan friendly. He's not exactly trying to promote the game. He just kind of loved playing the game. And he had a lot of resentment from when his godfather, Willie Mays, you know, had you know, when he would talk to the media and stuff like that, he didn't really get the best response. And so that's why it was so, you know, shunned, kept himself closed in because he just didn't want to be a part of that life. And I mean, I don't blame him. I mean, after you've seen someone, especially a family member, go through all the hard times and writing terrible things about, you know, someone you love, and then you're expected to help the game, supposedly, you're kind of like, eh. I got my money. I did my thing. I don't really owe anything more to the game, especially you guys don't vote me in as a Hall of Famer. Like, why do I really want to He's go? He's starting to say, though, he wants to be in. He, he kind of – he's starting to sound off a little bit more about that, though. Like, he wants to be in the Hall of Fame a little bit more. He made that, like – he made that argument a couple weeks ago. Like, for the first time, really, he said that. And then that's where A-Rod comes out, Case, and says that. I just wondered, on your point with that, like, will, will there come that day where – MLB and Bonds come together. It, I don't see it happening, like you said, because I don't see Bonds wanting to go to go out to, uh, let's say, Kansas City on a Tuesday night to to give some sort of speech or something like. <laughs> like that's not going to help him with him. It, it kind of has that Pete Rose kind of feel to it. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. it seems like he's the new age Pete Rose. Just yeah, but Pete Rose feels way dirtier. Yeah, I mean, he <laughs> he does. Come on, he does. I, Pete Rose has that old man dirty feel to me a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. You know I think there's baseball so different when it comes to all these guys like held out of the Hall of Fame or, you know, just it, it, it's so crooked in a sense. It's weird. It's it doesn't like make any sense. Gangster like. like Yeah. It's just what want. And I don't know. I, I think Barry Bonds, if he more as you get older, as we know, you kind of like let things roll off a little bit more. Or you can hold it till the day you die till your grave, like you know. So I don't know yet. So we both agree that he is underutilized, but we're not yeah. sure he he wants to be utilized the way they want to utilize. <laughs> so that's our, that's I, I, I thought the best was when Jim Whelan just went off on him because he was arguing with the press or something when when he was on the Pirates. And that's a I famous. That was one. the best. That, that's a famous one smoking a cigarette too, like a second later. Um, and the other reason it kind of came up to me is because obviously Scott Rowland got in the Hall of Fame with Griff not too long. And like, it's just like, what are we, in Bond, you know what I mean? Like, Bonds is 10, 25 times the player Scott Rowland ever was. Like, you know what I mean? So it's just kind of hilarious to me that he gets in the Hall of Fame and we're just like, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Like, there, we, our own eyes tell us, like, Scott Rowland is nowhere better than Barry Bonds. So the, that's just the stuff to me that just makes it stupid. And it, like I said, it's, it's a museum. So what are we doing with it? Um, Brian, do you have an NBA fact of the week this week before we get to winners and losers? Yes, I, I have a better one this week because I can actually pronounce the guy's last name. But 
uh, I saw an article that Jalen Brown is investing in Boston after he got his mega deal, and I just I just decided to bring that up and let the Boston let the Boston Celtics fans know that they signed a good guy. Oh, Brian, I, <laughs> I was going to be one of my winners of the week, but let's talk about it now. And I love the way you put the sentence there because you you can say, well, he's going to invest. He, he's talked about more like opening up like other things, but like. That'd be funny if like his idea of investment was like, I'm gonna go out and eat more. I promise. I'm gonna go <laughs> as, as long as you're not like I'm gonna Ian, go to more local as, restaurants. I promise. As, as long as you're not Antoine Walker and you're investing in apartments and not, you know, not doing them well enough. And that was a mess over there in Boston. Highest paid player, Johnson, three hundred and four million dollars now, Casey. Three, well, I, and I said, and I, I said on the, I said on Twitter, I said, imagine if he could, uh, imagine if he could use both hands, how much he would have got paid. So they, like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> if he could dribble with both hands, imagine if he get paid there. So he gets at three hundred more. It's crazy to think he's the highest paid player in the, in the NBA, but I don't know what the Celtics really could have done. I felt like they were kind of stuck because, like, almost no team wants to pay him that much. You're not going to trade him. And then if you're the Celtics case, like you only have a you have a window to win it. So it's like you don't want to just like trade them and get worse. So I don't know. It's kind of one of those weird deals. All right. It's like almost like where they had to do it. I, I think it's a good signing. I mean, three hundred million dollars, that's what it came to. Highest paid player ever. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, come on, you know how the market fluctuates. So I mean, God, man. Yeah, no, I get you. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I mean, three hundred million dollars, but it is a lot. But I mean, there's going to be someone that's going to be making close to four hundred million at some point. We're going to bitch and complain about that. So, I mean, you think about all the bad days. Actually, he's playing. Anthony Rendon hasn't played for the Angels in like four years. It feels like so. <laughs> yeah, we compared it to baseball players, you know, for sure. I think for basketball, like you said, you get you get your money, you get whatever, but like. It's, I think for a lot of people, it's just the contracts alarming. Like, whoa, he's going to be making $70 million in four years, like one season. Like, that's how much he's going to make. Like, that doesn't mean he's not worth it. Cause when you, like I said, when you look back at it, you're like, okay, well, let's see. The Celtics probably didn't want to pay him that much money. So they probably looked at how could they trade him. But then, like we said, at the end of the day, you still want to be able to win a championship. You've made the finals with them, you've made the Eastern Conference finals with them. And you just kind of hope it works out at that point at the same time. So, I get it, but it, it is kind of like, damn, that's a lot of money right away. So, Johnson, that's a good NBA fact of the week this week. See, see it created a big discussion. My, my what, what what school did Jalen Brown go to college-wise for extra points? Man, I don't know that. Oh, come on. Come on, Johnson. <laughs> he, lives, he lives, I'll give you a clue, Pac-12. Pac-12, I'm going to go Oregon. Cal, Cal Berkeley, Johnson. Cal, Cal Berkeley. <laughs> I created good. I did create a good topic, and you had to you had to go there. Like, come right, on. I always got to up it with a little trivia once in a while. That's what I got up <laughs> the game. So there you go. We're trying to every day get your knowledge up. So Brian, good fact of the week, concerned it. All right, let's go winners and losers of the week. Casey, you got a winner this week? Uh, yeah, I got uh, Bronny James coming through. You know, with his uh, cardiac arrest, that was pretty scary. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, sounds like things are going all right. Uh, but yeah, that's a scary moment. Definitely uh, being in the limelight like he is, and you know, first year at USC, it's kind of scary. You never think anything like that could happen, but no, glad he's doing all right though. From everything, 
shout out medical team there too, right? Yeah, big time for sure. So yeah, you know that's scary stuff, man. Especially being that young, it's just kind of a freak thing. But yeah, but he's good. Well, that's how I always think about the medical team stuff like that. They even have with the Bills game, right? You got to be like responsive right away and not panic and get your stuff done with that. So I know they shouted out LeBron James and his wife shouted out the USC medical team. But yeah, that's a good one uh, there for uh, winner of the week. Yeah, prayers up for him and their family. Hope they're doing. Like you said, like you could hate anybody for being a player, but you know, real life stuff like that. So yeah, um, winner of the week. Brian, what do you got for winner of the week? I'm gonna go Kyle Shanahan. Um, there had to, there had to be a lot of luck to to Purdy being able to be activated by training camp, and the the breaks went their way. And it seems like with the Niners, like injury wise, that they haven't had that break, and it seems like we finally got that break. So it's gonna be making Casey's life a living hell all year. <laughs> That's a good one, winner of the week, Johnson. I like that. Got a little personal with it too. I like that. Let's bring it, let's bring it like that. Coming down while I'm looking at you guys rotten in hell. Man, yeah. week one's gonna be good. Week one's gonna be good over there. Once we get football going, the post game right away. We're gonna be talking the grid. I gotta get you guys off for just Niners discussions alone. We'll do thirty minutes. And the, and the fact Jim Jimmy has to play his daddy Russell Wilson in week one <laughs> to make it even better. <laughs> We're gonna beat him. We're gonna beat him. You got that. It's gonna be. We're gonna be one to zero. Now, like you said, that tough Steelers game. We'll, we'll we'll have a nice discussion after that first one when Teddy Pickett lights you guys up for it. All right, that's a good one for winner of the week. Like you said, Brian, you mentioned Jalen Brown for sure. Uh, Angel, Angels, you didn't sell out. You're going in with Otani. You, you actually get a winner of the week for me, not be a, a bunch of babies. You get winner of the week there. Um, running backs having a Zoom meeting. That was funny for winners of the week as well this week, kind of uh, trying to get together to figure out how they're going to be able to make more money, right? How, how are they going to get that done? So that's their winner of the week. That's my winner of the week. The, getting together over a Zoom meeting to figure it out, that's good stuff right there. At the running back position, Casey, they're getting desperate there, trying to figure out how they're going to uh, – like I said, they got to unionize, baby. They're running all running backs. Union. <laughs> you have a separate union just for running backs. Um so they, that's my winner of the week, Acuna Jr. You got 50 steals right now before August. You don't see that very often in baseball anymore. That's my winner of the week as well. In case we were able to grab a beer yesterday after work. That was the winner of the week. Wolf House. You got a shout out. Nice little Wolf House here in Cloverdale. Uh, Brian, yeah, one of these days, one of those teddies again. You'll have to get it with us. That was a good winner of the week. Uh, Casey, loser of the week. Ryan, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm playing, man. Right? Uh, Errol Spence uh, just got his ass whipped by Bud Crawford. It was uh, pretty much an annihilation. Uh, got knocked down twice. Just uh, every time it seemed like Spence was kind of, you know, coming around. Yeah, man, Bud Crawford just catching. <laughs> Real quick counter, just bam! Like it was, it, you could just see the class difference. Spence was on for a little bit here and there, have his moments, but total punches landed, power punches, just everything. He, he's just a world class fighter. Forty and zero, I mean thirty one and zero, holds all the belts now. Just yeah, just Errol Spence. I just was hoping he put up a better show. So that's my loser of the week. Uh, would he ever fight the Stevenson guy, or they did not the same weight class or weight class? Uh, I mean, Bud's moved up like from like 130 to 140, 145. So, I mean, he holds all the belts right now. But, gotcha. 
Yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting. Whatever he wants to do, pretty much at this point. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good there for loser of the week, though. Uh, Spence taking a taking a beating. It sounded like uh, uh, there. I obviously missed the fight, but um, that when I followed along on people on Twitter, that's what you got. It's him every round. Up, oh, he's getting destroyed. He's getting destroyed. Brian, what do you got for loser of the week? Um, I I, I think I'm going to admit it. Finally, I hyped the guy up too much, and I feel like Trey Lance is the loser of the week because he's just he's still struggling. They they only gave him five reps in the last practice, and. People can give me crap if they want to now, but I was wrong. It was just a risky pick because he didn't play enough in college. So, Brian, I think you're getting a little too short with him. I think you actually need to give him a little bit more time. Is that possible that I'm actually? But, I, but with that, I said, don't know. It's just I, I don't, I don't see anything from him that I've seen from like de- developmental quarterbacks. I mean, I just don't see anything that makes him where he's going to be good. So Darnold's going to be number two then this year. Yeah, it just seems like that. I, I don't know. I guess that's the, one of the most intriguing things. Would they keep Trey Lance as the QB three? They got to keep him, right? Because of all yeah. the injuries last year. Yeah. I and mean, the, go ahead, Dave. All the picks no. for him. You almost yeah. have to keep him at QB two, I would think, or at least on the roster. I mean, that's a lot of picks. That, yeah, I mean, that's basically the same we messed up as an organization. That's that's yeah. a lot to mess up. It seems like quarterbacks, like I said, you, you, they don't get any time anymore. Maybe he's got a lot of time, but like you get my point. Like it's not maybe for everybody. It takes a little different time. So if you have him on your roster, but you got other people there, and he's still developing, maybe we'll click. He will be very interesting what he does in preseason, though, Johnson. That's definitely one of the things we'll be working at. So loser of the week, Trey Lance Johnson. That's a surprising one uh, as well, but I like it. Honesty with it. All right, I got loser of the week. Pac-12 looks like they might be losing more teams. My gosh, this yeah, conference. Yeah, a disaster. <laughs> this conference is just, I mean, just <laughs> fell off the face of the earth. I, I used to like the Pac-12. Saturday, we'd have the Thursday games, the Saturday games for basketball. We'd have a good game on Saturday for football. There'd always be a good game. You knew it was going to be a high-scoring game usually in the Pac-12. You had the USC, you had USC Trojans dominating. You had other teams right there with Cali in that moment and Stanford. This conference has gone downhill that is absolutely loser of the week material here so i got to throw out loser of the week at uh for the pac-12 what looks like arizona might jump ship oregon might jump ship washington might jump ship to go to the big 12 are you kidding me what are we gonna end up with boise state like is that what's gonna end up here sac state gonna be in the pac-12 soon (laughs) i think like sacramento state's in the pac-12 in a couple years fresno state sac state we'll get like all the state schools back in it I thought, I thought that was probably the most random year when, remember, Cal Berkeley was the number one team in the country. Yeah, then they lose the next week. Are you kidding me like that? Come on, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> or was that, that might not have been Aaron Rodgers. No, that been. was somebody else. But Who they, was the quarterback of that team? Oh, that team is terrible. They lost to Oregon State. Uh, they, yeah, what was that quarterback's name? That's a good trivia question. I got to remember that guy's name. Um, I just remember they had a loaded defense or something like they. When had they had job, didn't they have job? They had best back then and Lynch. Yeah, I think Deshaun the came too. Who? Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, they had him. They, I always like JJ Arrington, the running back. What was the the quarter or the wide receiver, the one that played for the Titans too, uh, Hawkins? Yeah, he played. He yeah, he was a. And cow. then they had that. Def, they had that defensive guy that went to the Saints. What was his name? Oh, the defensive end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was a stud. What was his name, though? Cam Jordan. 
Cam yeah, Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah Cal, the Pac-12 has fallen off the map, uh, like I said. So I appreciate anybody tuning in this morning. Like I said, we're doing winners and losers this week, losers this week as we're wrapping up the podcast here. Uh, I had Pac-12 as my loser of the week. Well-deserved, like I said, like maybe the Santa Rosa Junior College. Maybe they'll get in there. <laughs> Santa Rosa, we'll have them in the, in the conference. I mean, it's, it's pathetic. Hawaii might be. I mean, my gosh. It's, I just don't know what's happening with the conference. So Pac-12, big-time loser of the week. Um, I had Giants A's. We talked about that. Burrow going down with a calf injury. Jimmy. Jimmy, far into the bench. No, your guy. Is he? They said it's not an ACL, though, Johnson. That's, it's, that I was, guess he's only supposed to miss a couple weeks. So. Oh, it's nothing, then. He'll be fine. Yeah. He'll, he'll suck it up, right? He's got the cigar good right now. He's probably the – maybe that's – do you think it was a fake one to get him out of camp for a few days? No, I was kidding. All right, so he goes down with the calf injury there. That's definitely loser of the week material. Don't want not want one of the best quarterbacks going down with an injury. Um, I got also – our Jets are doing the hard knocks. Are we okay with that decision? Is, is that the team we want, or are we not hard knocks fans here? I don't know. I think I think they're definitely the most dramatic teams, so. though. Is Aaron Rodgers really that dramatic? He seems boring sometimes to me. Like I don't know. Like I don't. Like I'm not. Ex- I don't get it. So I don't know. it's not Rex Ryan's Jets. I know that. You <laughs> 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 very Rex Ryan doing it with the Jets. All right, and then I got as of course every week here the A's sell the team. Jeff Fisher, you. You know what? You need to be selling that team immediately. Uh, always loser of the week material. They had something where there was a lady on the broadcast when they come back from break, and she had a sell the team shirt on. And they had a graphic right to the right of her on the screen that said, like, whatever, buy A's four-pack tickets. And they slowly moved the, 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 the camera over so the graphic would cover the girl that was wearing the sell the team shirt. I was like, that's how pathetic the ownership has gotten. And also the ownership – the A's are going to do another one of these like sell the uh, sell the team chant games or like a reverse boycott like August fifth or something like that. Case the ownership has raised the prices tremendously for that day. They just said well, that, and they said there wasn't there was no reason behind it. You talk about is there any ownership that has ever wanted to piss off a fan base more? I mean, serious. I don't think there is in our lifetime. Like people say, well, the the Ravens they they are the Browns left to the Ravens. Yeah, but. I didn't think that the Browns for like where they I'd have to go back and look, but for, for a couple of years where they shoving it in their face, you know what I mean? Right. That's what it feels like this ownership does. They're shoving it in our face. That's what it feels like. And it pisses me off a little bit. So definitely lose the week. I think they thought they could win back fans a little bit by bringing back Coca Cola instead of RC Cola this year, but it hasn't worked out. So <laughs> <laughs> that, that hasn't stopped the chance. So. They, they RC Cola, they got rid of it. It's probably more expensive. It was a local brand. <laughs> they couldn't do it. That's our that's my loser of the week for it. Uh loser of the week here for it. Uh, guys, that was a good show. Episode 146 in the book. Appreciate anybody that tuned in this morning. Got two people watching here right now. Appreciate you guys tuning in uh with it. We, we covered a lot. Go check it out with us. We did a little uh, NFL look back, talked intriguing teams there, went over some baseball stuff as well. So if you get a chance, check it out. For sure here on Variety Sports Network at Fat Boy Fadeaway Sports. We'll be with you every Sunday morning. Casey, Brian, thanks for joining me this morning. Tyler, if you're out there, hopefully we'll see you one of these Sundays mornings. Man, you got to help out, Kate. You got to help out Brian with the Niners talk. Got to help him out. I think think TNB might be coming back this week. We'll see what happens. But (laughs) we got to believe that to see it. That's all. You got to see it to believe it. We got to show up. Sunday morning, right? To 8 a.m. You're always invited. Let's go, baby. Uh, All right. For Casey Breyer. 
for Brian Johnson, Variety Sports Network, Fat Boy Fadeaway Sports. We'll see you next week. Peace. This is Brandon, CEO of the Variety Sports Network. Thank you again for watching tonight's show. Best way you can support us is by hitting that subscribe button, that like button, and hitting the notification so you don't miss out on the next show right here on the